You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, yes, got swept by the Baltimore Orioles in Camden Yards. I can't believe I am saying that sentence right now. Uh, Moreover, the losing skid now hits five for the Tampa Bay Rays. So as we like to say, no bueno, no bueno. Uh, Luckily, the Rays, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's deserved, but they have an off day on Monday to recharge, refresh, and reevaluate things. Without further ado, let's just get right into it. Let's get into our takeaways, observations from, quite frankly, a crummy weekend uh, Rays baseball related, I would say. Yeah, that was miserable, Kevin. You know, I don't believe in extremes. No team is as good as when they beat that division champion in Atlanta Braves by nine Mm -hmm. runs. Yes. Uh, But uh, no team is as bad as when they get swept by the 2020 Orioles. So the truth lies in between that, but... This definitely felt like a step backwards. So <clears throat> I have very, <laughs> I have a lot of takeaways from this weekend. My yes. first one uh, being defense. Where are thou? Because there were four errors during this weekend. This whole 2020 season has been um, sprinkled, not sprinkled, but <laughs> flooded mm-hmm. with, with with errors. I mean, this team is built on pitching and defense. And although the arms haven't been as amazing as we hoped they would be they're definitely by far the best facet of of this team right now but i mean adamas you can't make those mistakes on routine ground balls brosseau cafecito you have to tighten up your glove work and yeah. they're looking sloppy out there i mean renfro with the dive margot looks shaky kk making bumbling plays that you would never expect out of KK and um, it's just sloppy it reminds me of that 2012 team that fielded Will Rhymes for so long who could forget Will Rhymes everybody (laughs) bad man and uh, you know that's what it reminds me of so are you getting that vibe from from the defense are you seeing them as sloppy as I am a hundred percent a hundred percent. And um, I know we don't like to always go by airs as a barometer of team defense, but Ulysses, do you know where the Rays rank in baseball and airs as of right now? I believe they're number one in the American League. I don't know if they are number one in MLB, but with yeah. your tone, I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. Through all of baseball, they are tied for second with the most airs. So the Giants have 12 or no, rather, I, I messed this up. I'm sorry. Um, the Royals lead the league in airs with 12. The Rays are tied with the Giants for second place with 11. So, uh, simply, the Rays have made a lot of airs so far this season. 
And it's funny because it it's the guys you would least expect to be making the errors. Who are all the guys we we raved about in the preseason defensively? Like Adamas, Margot, Renfro, KK, Mike Zanino with the pass balls and right. everything like that. And I, and I know some of that is is part on the pitchers bouncing balls and everything like that. But he keeps he he doesn't he he keeps trying to want to backhand it to try to steal a strike instead of just put the the glove down on the ground and protect that ball. But I, I wonder, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of trying to figure this out because I know it's still, this is such a wacky season and the, the team clearly isn't getting as many reps or as they should, or um, they're not comfortable out there, especially on the road. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because like all those guys you mentioned, and I just mentioned, they have made good plays this season. There's yeah. been a, a time where they make a bad play, then they come right back and make a good play. But there's got to be that consistency. Like if you're gonna, if if you if KK wants to go on Twitter and, and talk about how he deserves a platinum gold glove and everything, I shouldn't be holding Backing my up. breath during this series in Camden Yards where it's like, is he gonna make this play at the wall, or is he gonna I bumble mean- it again? And, and it's so frustrating because you've gotten used to a certain type of defense from from not only KK, but like a lot of these mm-hmm. race players. And then when they don't make a play, you just get frustrated. But really, I mean, this team is built on pitching and defense. Yeah. Other teams, they're uh, built on smashing. Uh, I think, you know, Yankees, the, anybody? him Angels, the yeah. Yankees, the Red Sox. I mean, and so it would be frustrating for those fan bases when they're not hitting. They're like, OK, this is the thing that we do. We we don't we were supposed to hit and we're not hitting for us is pitching and defense. So when your defense is really lackluster, Kevin, I mean, it just they looked like the Orioles. And, yeah. you know, this has made me – I'm not going to say one bad thing about the Orioles for the rest of this season. I'm not going to call okay. them a double-A team, a triple-A team. They just whipped Tampa Bay's butt. That is true. Badly. Badly. They did whatever they wanted with us, with with, with the Rays and, and with Rays Nation. So I'm not going to say anything bad about the Orioles. I'm Let moving me, on. Can I yeah. say this about the defense? Here's sure. the thing that – is really concerning because those guys that you rely upon, it, it puts so much more pressure on the pitching staff of, okay, well this means I have to strike everyone out or I've got to make the, the, I've got to make the perfect pitch. And it just makes everybody, everybody press from then on. Let me throw this out there about the defense. Do you think, and I don't know if I'm trying to make excuses for them or what, but we know about, you know, they can only get to the ballpark at a certain amount of time. And these guys, the reason they're so good is because they work hard and they practice and they need all those reps. How many stories have we read about Willie Adamas working with Linares before games and after games and right. getting all this extra work? He, Yandy, I don't think he has. Jimon, yes. Yeah. I don't, all of these guys. Yandy's yeah. like the one guy that seems to like playing pretty decent <laughs> third base. I mean, yeah. he's got, a, he's got yeah. soft hands over there. But I wonder if some of this is – they, this team has been so used to the confines of the trop, involuntary workouts, summer camp. They haven't gone outside of their comfort zone to the road, let alone in Atlanta, in Baltimore, two humid environments Heat. right now in late right. July, early August. And you wonder how much fatigue sets in at that point over the course of a three, three and a half hour game. And also you add just being uncomfortable with travel and this new age of COVID-19 protocols. It's thrown everything for a loop, I think. It's not one, it's not going to be one thing. I think all of those are factors. I mean, 
how many years have we watched ball together we've we make mm-hmm. a, a middle-aged man yes okay so that's a lot of years watching baseball i <laughs> i do not remember the last time i saw a pitching coach go to the mound and give uh a, the pitcher a towel to wipe himself off i mean it was so weird it reminded me of jabba chamberlain in the playoffs against the indians getting you know all molested with all those gnats so all, all those little flies yeah. from cleveland like that's how weird it was that scene right. to, to so yeah i i think that's a factor i think COVID's a factor uh the heat's a factor uh, obviously but it needs to be tightened up and the reps also i mean you have to find a way of, of keeping your hands eye coordination alive we, know who's going to take the mm-hmm. ball i mean there are things that need to be tightened up and all over the field if i'm the rays i'm going to university of tampa tomorrow working in the heat outside all right let, let's get prepared for this road environment yes. in the dog days of summer in august okay uh second point that you have my second point uh which i think is the 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 most important one that needs to be okay. fixed, which is the offense is lacking and a shakeup is needed because one sixth of the season is gone. I know 10 games doesn't seem like a lot, but we all know 60 games is the total. So one sixth of the season gone. OK, if we extrapolate, which we love to do here, that's 24 wins the Rays are going to have. That's not going to make it to the playoffs. So right. I know it's easier said than done for the bats to heat up, but they got to wake up. Because, Kevin, uh, as of Sunday evening, they are now ranked 24th in all of MLB at team average at 210, at OPS at 671, 24th. Mm-hmm. They're averaging 4.6 runs per game, which is definitely uh, fake news, <laughs> if we yeah. can use that term, because they routed the Atlanta Braves with 14 runs. So you better believe that 4.6 is not really 4.6. But if we have to blame somebody, obviously a lot of hitters are not doing their job except for maybe mm-hmm. two or three. But So a lot of the blame is going to go to seven to eight guys. I'm going to put my spotlight on one. If you've heard this podcast enough, you know who I'm going to put the spotlight on. Kevin, I know 100% because of your smile. You know who I'm going to put the, Tell the spotlight listeners. on. Go ahead. Stop <sighs> with the preamble. Just come out with it. You got it. Mike Zunino is not (sighs) what's he batting right now i haven't checked this is his slash line right now 87 oh no go ahead yeah go ahead give me the 87 that's his that's his actual batting average 87 he doesn't even make it to triple digits his on-base percentage 222 his slugging is actually less than his on-base percentage at 217 Okay, how is it possible that he has been getting as many at-bats this season as G-Man Choi, as Joey Wendell? Mm -hmm. To those who love analytics, his WRC Plus is a lowly 55, with uh, uh, Fangraphs has him for wins above replacement at 0.0. He is literally replaceable. On Saturday's game, however, Kevin Crash decided that this man actually needed five at-bats. Five. Mm-hmm. Not one, two, three, four, five at-bats on Saturday's game. That cannot happen. Not if you want to win. This is not a winnable player at, uh, to take five at-bats. Okay, yes. the Rays preach about keeping guys fresh. 
don't they? How, how about we give our body Zanino a rest? Okay, he has started eight out of ten games. To those who love his defense and believe he should be in there, guess what? Zunino already has three pass balls, as you commented earlier. Do you know how many he did in 2019? Uh, how many? Four. Yeah. In 90 games, he is one away of totaling his 2019. Okay, his Scott stealing percentage is down 15 percentage points. Mm. If you look at StatCast, his whiff percentage is as poor because now it's at the 20th percentile. His framing skills, okay, are in the 14th percentile. So for those that forgot their AP stats class, that means that he's in the bottom 14% for framing capabilities. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You shake it up, okay? Our friend Melissa Herrera commented on Twitter. She said, they got to shake up that roster. Send some people back down for a bit. Okay, let's just see a little bit of Mikey Perez. Okay, let's see some Kevon Smith. Now yeah. that we know that the COVID scare was more of a scare than, than actually any, anything to, to, to um, be worried about. Mm -hmm. How, and that goes for a lot of guys too, Kevin. Okay, I mean, can we see some Nate Lowe? I mean, yeah, the, I, I'm almost willing to give D-Rob a chance. Hey, let's give him a couple days, see what he can do. At least defensively, maybe he can pick things up a little bit. I mean, the competition last year between Jesus Aguilar and Nate Lowe made G-Man Choi kind of rev up to the last two months. And, and we saw a really positive yeah. Choi. How about we get create some competition there? Okay? You're giving him a – it was cute with the, with the right-handed batting, but let's create some Choi competition there. Choi did not have a good weekend. I will say that. Getting thrown out at third and uh, that, that throw that was too high to Zanino on the force out at home with the bases loaded. I mean, come on. You, you can't do that. You, your man's already in scoring position. G-Man Choi is not the guy that I want to tag up from second or third on a, on a shallow, yeah. honestly, uh, left field ball. And Camden Yards is not huge. So can we see more Wendell? Can we see more Brousseau? Can we have better matchups for Yandi and Yoshi? I mean, there are 50 games left. We can't, we can't be alarmist and sound the alarm right now. But if I'm Paul Revere, I'm putting on my boots... And I'm finding where my horse is, okay? Because yeah. I'm about it. We we got to do something. Kevin Cash has to do something. Yeah, I, I will say maybe in Cash's defense a little bit is okay. Since Smith wasn't healthy, I get maybe not wanted to take Zanino out there, but still. And I know that the Orioles had thrown two lefties to start, but I mean it really doesn't matter whether it's. I mean Zanino's gonna get out anyways as a right-handed bat, so that really doesn't matter. Here's the thing about Zanino: every time he comes to the plate, like. He'll foul off some balls and sort of work in that bat, but he does nothing with it at the end of the day. It's going to be a pop out, a weak fly out, or he's going to strike out. That's what it's going to be. He might foul off four or five, 94 mile an hour fast. Oh, maybe. Okay, the next one. Maybe, maybe he'll turn into it. Nope. All right, he's retired. Move on to the next guy. I'll tell you what. There's probably, what, only like three guys, two guys that are playing up to their potential offensively. And maybe maybe just one guy that's playing up to his potential all the way around. And I think that's Brandon Lau. Like, he's he seems to have been solid in every facet of the game. Base running. Okay, head, sli uh, uh, head first slide into first. Solid. Breaking up a double play by, by hustling to first. Solid. Showing the power of the extra base hits. Defensively, I don't know if he's had a ton of tough plays at second or in left field, but he's he's made the plays he's supposed to make. So, 
if you can't remember somebody botching a play, that's good. If you, yeah. if somebody goes on, on on camouflage defensively, that's usually good news. I I agree with you. Bilal has has had a, a good uh, year. I think Joey Wendell has had a good year in in less at bats. I think in less at bats, Mike Brousseau has gotten mm-hmm. good at bats. I think he yeah. needs to work on the glove. But yeah, I mean, you gotta shake it up. What you're doing is not working, Kevin Cash. And again, if I put the spotlight. Mike Zunino cannot be taking five at bats. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I know you don't have Kevin Smith, but you have Mike Perezra o- over there. I mean, you have to use him. I mean, you can't always. There's a false double standard that's happening, mm-hmm. and it's well, we can't use the bullpen all the time because these guys are going to get so tired. Well, I, yeah. the most difficult position is catching, and you're going to have this guy already. He's almost about to to break sixty innings. Yeah, I, I think with a sixty game season. You should be, I mean, we, we talk about mixing and matching, everything like that. You should be almost using all three catchers each yes. of those games, just about, if you can of work course. it out that way. Um, especially if rosters stay at 30. I, I mean, th- there's no excuse for that whatsoever. Yeah, it's just crazy, crazy what's going on defensively and offensively. Is, is your rant on Mike Zanino and Kevin Crash uh, concluded as of right now? Buddy, is is Zanino batting not... higher than Margot? I want to know that. Does he does barely? He... Okay, like, like twenty points at least. Margot is in the one hundreds, one ten, one eleven. But I mean, can you can you can you sense how much? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. How much of everything I was holding in? I I, I think. I a lot of race fans feel like this. So I hope that them by hearing this, they're just nodding their heads and just, yeah. You, you yes. know, what would be nice right now? Um, some Austin Meadows action, some Oof. Brendan McKay action for some long relief. A Rosarena. Uh, yeah. A Rosarena. Look, let him shake it up. Rosarena is there. Margot doesn't see as much time. I mean, <laughs> the Rays played a team in the Braves and they DFA the pitcher. The the same day, the, the yeah. game wasn't even over and the DFA him. That's what you need to do. I'm not saying DFA anybody just yet, mm. but I'm saying change the lineup card a little bit. Yeah. Shake it up. A little. Shake a it little. up. Especially against the Orioles. Come on. Okay. I'll give you my takeaways. I don't know if I can top what Ulysses just put forth there. Uh, <laughs> but first... If you're like me, you probably started thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout for my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off right outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. 
That's code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for letting me uh, vent because uh, I've I've needed to, and I'm actually impressed at myself that I didn't that you won't have to actually do a lot of editing here and adding bleeps because I thought it was going to be explicit explicitive uh, bonanza, but yeah, uh, apparently not. I, it's I, more I perfect it than cool. a, more impressive than a perfect game, I would say. More <laughs> impressive than a perfect game against the Twins or the Yankees or something like that. That's right. Um, okay, so. My takeaways, observations from the weekend. I want to throw this question out to you because you, you kind of took up most of what I was going to discuss, which is good. I mean, it's clear uh, the defense and the offense for the Rays. That's, that's, the, that's the big glaring issue right now. Ulysses, do you think the Orioles are a decent team? I think, again, three, three games are... It, are not going to tell me everything, right? But they've looked good this last this mm-hmm. last ten games, the first yeah. or the first ten games rather. Yeah, they've looked I, good. I agree, and, and that's the thing is we have to remember that I was fully expecting, and I know the Rays have struggled in Camden Yards, but come on, yeah. you've got to be able to do work against the the Orioles this season. But I tell you what, there's some things I like about that team, and I think. They might, what did I say? They'd win like less than 17 games or something like that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go back on that, but that, that, that win total that I threw out there looks in jeopardy because I do think they are, as of right now, as they're built, they are a better team than that. I mean, I don't think Hunter Alberto is going to bat 430 all season or Jose right. Iglesias. Like, I think a lot of those guys are going to come back down to earth. But some of those veteran pitchers, I mean, Alex Cobb, he looked, he looked good. good. He looked really good. <laughs> um, Wade LeBlanc and Tommy Malone. I, I still don't know how Tommy Malone had such a great outing against the Rays. Like that is not right. supposed to happen, but he's a savvy veteran who works both sides of the plate. But I'll tell you what I do like about this team that endears me a little bit to the Orioles. We saw a lot of bunting and successful bunting. Yes. And yes. it wasn't just one guy, multiple guys. Like I think, Austin Hayes, Mullins, Ruiz, Dwight Smith Jr. Like, and and from there, if they did get on base from a bunt, what did they do? They stole second. They stole yeah. second. So I got to give them a little bit of credit for that. Um, of course, I don't think, like right now I see they're ranked second in the American League in OPS, fourth in the Nash, uh, fourth um, in MLB in home runs. Uh, and that's only through eight games for them. I think, I think so, there's going to be some regression to the mean there. For sure. But I think what we've learned here is we can't take them lightly. We can't take well, them lightly. Uh, and again, it's a weird season, Kevin, yeah. right? I mean, 60 games, maybe in 162 games, your Excel spreadsheet will usually be correct. Mm-hmm. But again, if this Excel spreadsheet, one of the biggest things that says on that legend is small sample size yeah. do not matter. Well, guess what? Now you're in a small sample size season. So you are going to have to do claw and do everything that you can to get one run. I mean, the fact of the matter, I mean, I don't know how you just don't bring the guy from second to third on your first at bat. Unless it's Barry Bonds. Yeah. Unless it's, I don't know who in the Rays lineup right now, maybe Brandon Lau. Mm-hmm. You got a bunt. 
Right. If the guy knows how to bunt. That's yes. another thing. How many guys on a 2020 team know how to bunt? I don't know. Seems like the Orioles had have done their homework and know how to bunt. But I don't know about the Rays. But you put a bunt down. You got to get that man to third mm-hmm. and play some small ball sometimes. I mean, you can't just hope for the hit to come when your guys are hitting 150. Yeah. I mean, look, I like Yandy as much as the next guy. He's hitting 160 mm-hmm. right now. You got to help him. You got to spark the offense a little bit. Right. So that's that's an issue. And I think the, the Orioles are doing a little bit of both. They have the long ball, but, you know, help it out with a little bit of small ball as well. Move the runners. Bunt. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be a little bit more complex of an offense rather than just one-sided. Yeah. What's concerning, too, is the Rays didn't even see John Means. Like, that was the mm-hmm. other thing. We, we totally missed John Means. Um, that could have that could have been ugly for the Rays if it would have been a four-game series or something like that. Yeah, small sample size, that's a great point you make because Detroit is 5-5 five and five right now. Right. Colorado is 6-2. and two. San Francisco is 5-5. Five and five. We'll see if those uh, records or that pace holds true. If I had to guess, I don't think it does. Like the thing with the Orioles that I just don't think they have the depth. Like if they get an injury or two, like they're, they're kind of done for because I just don't think they have as many, right. many reinforcements as the Rays do. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the point of as of right now, I'm, hey, I can't joke about them. I can't say they're a double A ball club. They're a triple A ball club. They should just punt the season and play with the Marlins on a backfield somewhere. Like they, <laughs> they, they brought a good showing. And I know they had, a, I mean, I think some of it too is they had, they had a couple of days off in the week when they were supposed to play the Marlins. Yeah. So they were at home for a very long time. They were, they were able, they were able to get comfortable, settled in. They're a young team that's playing loose. They got nothing to lose. You might as well have fun out there. Okay. Don't, well, don't, that's don't actually- be bashful about laying down a bunt. Like that's the thing. That's actually a pretty good point. Uh, Kevin, I mean, these guys have they're just they're actually trying to prove people wrong and they're in life Mm -hmm. isn't that just the sweetest thing when somebody said that you couldn't do something and you do it and then you just stare at there in their face and their stupid face and say well (laughs) i guess you were wrong (laughs) you know um that's what the orioles are doing right now but what are the rays doing the rays are always the 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 missed team in rankings they're never talked about and somehow in this 60 game season you got buster olding you got mlb network you Mm -hmm. got some of the big people saying uh eno saris you got some of the, yeah. the, the the baseball heads saying, you know what? I like the Rays. They could win the World Series. They're the darlings. You, yeah. You, you don't think that that gets to them? I, I think yeah. it does. I mean, I don't think in the past the Rays have been successful as a team mm-hmm. when the actual national media covers them as they should. And this time around, mm-hmm. they did. They covered them and they said, yeah. hey, this is a good team. And again, four and six. 10 games doesn't say a lot, but um, it's to be talked about. Right. And I think the other thing, too, is the Rays have a tendency to play down to their competition. And I think there might have been a little bit of that. But that's a good point of you hope they haven't been reading too many of the headlines and the articles. Like how many MLB.com articles have we seen where, oh, look at the Rays. Look at look at all these uh, why they're built to win the World Series in 2020. Mm-hmm. What makes them special? Rob Friedman putting out on Twitter a, a, a wicked Tyler Glass now pitch or whatever. Like it's it's always like the Rays are being talked about right now. Yeah. And normally, yeah, they're they're kind of the cast off or they're okay. They're the little team. They're the little engine that could or whatever. So um, the other thing I want to point out, um, not necessarily Rays related, but Ulysses, how much 
do the Astros right now? How much do they love the Marlins in their COVID-19 snafu disaster? Because they are baseball's <laughs> new villain. Nobody's talking about the Astros outside of maybe Joe <laughs> Kelly and the Dodgers. Everybody's talking about the Marlins and how they <sighs> almost and quite possibly could single-handedly lead to the cancellation of the MLB season. There are two MLB teams that have definitely benefited from the COVID situation, uh, if I may say so, in a jesting manner. Number one, the Yankees. Yeah, uh, they got their guys healthy uh, because of the, of the long delay. And number two, the Astros, because uh, people forgot about the cheating scandal. It wasn't such a big thing. Players stopped talking about it. They started talking about their money. Mm-hmm. And um, and now the Marlins, you're right. And and now more positive cases in in, in the Cardinals uh, team, which is yeah. now suspended with the Brewers. And then the Phillies are affected. And, it's a domino. And, and yeah. it's, it's a domino effect, exactly. So, again, we're going to see. We, we heard Rob Manfred apparently had a talk with Tony Clark and kind of said, hey, uh, the season is in jeopardy if players don't do their – um their thing which is hey abide by the protocols that we set out which man it's so disappointing really as a fan to have rooted for the players to to be victorious against the owners and and one of the biggest things that you thought was going to happen is that well they want to play and they'll be abiding all the safety protocols that are put in place because they want to play yeah and now you hear these stories again i don't know if they're 100 percent true if they're just rumors now but casinos bars even if they're hotel bars i'm pretty sure that that was not part of the plan and it falls on the players but it also has to fall on the organization as well right your manager your manager has to be a leader and say Mm -hmm. guys this is serious it falls Uh, on your batting coach for sure yeah right your ceo uh, so uh, it, it, you're, you're right. Uh, uh, a lot of people are now pointing the finger at, at the Marlins, maybe uh, some at the Cardinals as well, because it's mm-hmm. it's just irresponsible. I'm almost to the point of like the Marlins should just forfeit this season, like just forfeit the season and and show up next year and levy fines and suspensions to everyone involved, the the people that started it and everything, because you're putting you're putting players with every other team, their paychecks and livelihoods at stake and the health and safety of them and and not just people in baseball, but outside of baseball, you're spreading it to other people in the casino, hotel bar, the, the hotel, like wherever you go, the clubhouse attendance, like it's crazy how quickly this thing spreads and the blame goes on the Marlins and anybody, any player or whoever was, you said, no, I'm not going to follow the protocols. I'm not going to follow the rules for two months. I'm not going to be the better person here. And it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. And now we're probably going to see more. I mean, we already saw Lorenzo Cain opt out and we had Jonas yeah. Cespedes in an interesting turn of events. He was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out of this MF. See you later. Dude, see you in 2020. That's Bye. probably the, the funniest way to, yeah. to, to just peace out of the 2020 season. And it was done by Jonas. He was like, you know what? Y'all can call so, me and I'll tell her. Sure. I, I opted yeah. out. F this. I'm out. You, you. By the way, um, the Mets are probably sucking. So, right. Uh, yeah, I'll it. just, I'll just sign a minor league contract. But yeah, no. And going back to the COVID thing, though, with, with the Marlins, uh, look, I'm not gonna say MLB did safety protocols. So if they follow the safety protocols, then it's all gonna be Gucci. It's not okay. Right. MLB screwed the pooch on this first more than anybody i mean apparently the bubble was the right thing to do and they didn't do it okay yeah so that's number one but i mean 
as a fan that was rooting for the players, I thought that the players wanted to play and they were going to abide by these protocols, even as flawed and mm. stupid and <laughs> and maybe um, very naive protocols as they may be. I thought that the players wanted to play and they would say, hey, we're going to follow them. Apparently, the Mar- Marlins did it. Apparently, the Cardinals didn't. And that's just frustrating. Yeah, it really is. By the way, with uh, Cespedes, should we expect anything less for him to do? Like, just do it. We're like, people, what? Ha- we're, we can't. We got to put an amber alert out for for Jonas Cespedes because we can't find. Him. No, I just left. I, I'm done. Yeah, wild boar hunting or whatever. Um, yeah, Jonas. I guess there there goes my uh, comeback player of the year pick for the National League. Jonas. Hey, Cespedes, mine too. I guess he's we, not. We shared that one. I guess we're not. Uh, we're we're we already missed one. Maybe 2021. I'll I'll have to come back with that pick. But Jonas Jonas Cespedes, tip of the cap for the old Irish exit. Just leaving without telling anybody. <laughs> I love does it. he does he does he get a minor league contract next year or does he actually sign a major league contract what do you think <sighs> you know because he, he, he's got here. some baggage now too but uh, right baggage walk i mean he's got money so he could just hey yeah sure i'll sign for my yeah league, but i don't know I, I i just feel like i'm rooting for him to sign somewhere next year i want to see more Jonas before me too before everything is said and done. Okay. Th- those are really my takeaways. Um, I think we covered much of everything. I do want to quickly read an email from one of our dedicated listeners, Ty McCann on things he learned from this weekend, kind of echoing our sentiments here, but he says, uh, a, we could say that this five game losing streak is one of the most costly we've ever had. It's roughly equivalent to losing 12, 13 straight in a regular season. However, this isn't a regular season. This will test our resolve, and if we break out of it, I think it will make us better. B, we are now forced to respect the Orioles the rest of the year. Every team slumps, and luckily we get ours out of the way early, hoping the two days off this week helps us get back on track. Yeah, I think he put it pretty well, for sure. I mean, Ty always... uh chimes in with the right thing to say and Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't uh yeah that's i wouldn't change a word out of that that's that's perfectly put hopefully if you you know let's end the the show with a positive note here after so much venting and negativity um yeah there's you can only go up from here like yeah getting swept by the orioles i don't think it gets lower than that right there's no 20 positive COVID 19 cases in your clubhouse i think that's that's the watermark right there that was me uh knocking on wood um that that doesn't happen um yeah this is rock bottom so you you better hope that if they turn it around that it's just gonna be all roses from here Mm -hmm. all right that wraps up this edition of locked on rays Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.